the table with Darlene. Good evening. Thank you for joining us at the table with Darlene. We are so glad that you are here, and we hope that this evening's podcast, that you'll be blessed. Maybe be sure and tell someone else to tune in to Darlene at the Table. We have several, I think this will be like 23, maybe our 23rd podcast, somewhere around there, Hmm. and uh, a lot of interesting things. So we would encourage you to go back and listen to some of the previous podcasts that we have. We've had some interesting guests, and... Soon we're going to have some more. We've been kind of waiting till uh, the coronavirus clears out a little, a little bit more before we have anybody. But tonight, sitting at the table, uh, we have with us again uh, some interesting uh, people with us, that people that I love dearly, and I'm so glad that they're here with us. But sitting to my left tonight, we have Chris Norman, who I appreciate so much. Chris, thank you for being here. I'm glad I'm here. Well, we are, Thanks too. Thanks for letting me in the door. Chris. Well, we're really glad you came in. We're always ready to open the door, because how else would we have a podcast without you, Chris? Yeah. You're you're uh, taking care of all the testron around the world. Pastor's going to be with us hopefully next next time. and, and uh, it's That's really, always a good time. I know. It's always fun when he hangs out and uh, hopefully we're going to have a really special guest on uh, the next week's podcast so but uh right to chris's left we have christy hill christy two weeks in a row i know Uh, i'm back we're so glad that you're here with us yes 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 and sitting to her left we have tiffany kramer my Youngest daughter, and I'm just so glad that you're your with me. Your youngest Tiffa. and your favorite child. Uh, nice to be here. Thank you. I am really glad that you're here, Tiffany. And sitting to her she left deny it. is Sarah. Hello. Sarah Radford. We're glad that you're here tonight. I'm happy this to is be only here. your third time, but. Fourth. Fourth? Yes. Oh, wow. sheer pro. She, yeah. yeah. Four times. Four times. Give her credit. Mm-hmm. I am Wowzers. so glad. Think, but one time she only spoke like two words. Yes. Hi and bye. Like. I know. But you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something about Sarah. Oh, jeez. And no, this is uh, number one. Uh, Are Sarah, you going to talk about how negative she is about the cheese? No, she oh, is. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to talk about the plastic cheese? No. Okay. No, you can tell about the plastic cheese, but... <laughs> Uh, Sarah, how how many years ago was it when you came to work uh, here at Solid Rock? I I don't know. How old were you? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay, that's how long it was. Uh, and and from then to now, uh, thirteen mm-hmm. thirteen. thirteen years. Uh, Sarah has been. Uh, I mean, she was full time, and then she had two two children, and now she still does all this thing, everything at the church. She still works and. Uh, keeps up our children's church. She's our student uh, ministries pastor. But something that's really neat, uh, there's so many neat things about Sarah, but I want to talk to her about her just a little bit before we move on. I need to take on. a picture of how uncomfortable I know, she is. Because so I I know, know. This so, so you can feel sweating. awkward for her. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's now, sweating and grimacing. I know. I just got to, because <laughs> she's, more than gripe, she's more than griping about plastic cheese. Uh <laughs> During this coronavirus situation, uh, someone that is very nervous about uh, speaking in front of a camera or being on a podcast has been doing the most amazing job for the Lost Ministry. I mean, it's I just love to watch them. I really do. And I I mean, it's just really, really good. And then for our Kids Rock. 
Thank and, you. And no one would ever know how much you, you mm. had to sweat that all out and how right. hard you've had to work to make that happen. Because it's painful to watch her yes. in action. And it, I mean, like, you're it's, right. It hurts. It's not painful to watch the videos. Yeah, no. no. It's not painful to watch her make videos and right. write every yeah. The videos day. are very down and full of energy. Because she's such, she's such a perfectionist, which, yeah. which you know, that's one of the, the real problems that we... But it's a real problem, but it's such a wonderful thing. Everyone on plastic our plastic cheese. Everyone on our uh, on our girls team, somebody is very paranoid or picky about something. We're all a little right. bit anal about one thing or another. It's the most amazing thing. Uh, I'm not supposed to say that. Well, I did. <laughs> Uh, when Christy started, no, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a picture of you. It wouldn't be a big deal if you just move on. I'm sorry. Okay, I was trying to. When Christy first uh, started being part of our women's ministry team, she could not stand how perfected we all were because Christy's the kind you hand her the. If we'll work through and give her the details, she'll go work the details. But she doesn't like pounding out the details, oh. and we're all very detailed These people. These people are exhausting. And so we, we're, yeah, Chris, we're very detailed people. Don't come to a ladies' conference meeting. You hate oh. details? Oh, I hate details. Oh, really? really? I'm a big oh. picture guy, and I'll hand the big picture to somebody. And the, he's yeah. a north. Take care he's of a it. north. He's yeah, a north. And, and she was like that. You know, just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. But it's like, okay, somebody has to figure out how what to do. Mm-hmm. Now, come on, that somebody has to happen. write the manual and hand it to you. And so our team tends to be that kind of people, most of them. And then Christy comes in, and we hand her our manual that we've written, and she goes with it. And she does great getting and people involved. And she excels at it. She excels at it. So, uh, and you still haven't met maybe one of our team or two of our team. I don't know. You, you haven't Dara's met all been of them. Here. Yeah. But Carissa hasn't been yet. And Missy yeah. hasn't. And, and so Missy we still have a lot of team yet. that yeah. hopefully will eventually be here on a podcast. But I just wanted to give a shout-out for oh. Sarah. Uh, because I so Good appreciate job, that. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Sarah is the oh like the backbone of the church. Like everything that you <laughs> yeah. see is Sarah and Nick. I mean, like the logos, oh, the T-shirts, oh, the yeah. posters, the yeah. signs, the audio, the yeah. video, the everything is and then Sarah design, and Nick. Yeah. All of it. You know, you look at it and it's this amazing stuff. But literally, it's those two people. They mm-hmm. do all of it. Yeah. And then I don't have and to then, shut up, Sarah. I can say it if I want. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dwayne and Missy are our stage designers. Yeah. Oh. I mean. And decor and stuff. So, so yeah, we have a very and creative. lights and lawn yeah. and <laughs> we have very yeah. creative. We and have very paint. creative. And, mm-hmm. and then here we have Chris come along and getting us going in media oh and areas I'm that we've never been before. Guy. He's a grumpy guy. We well, we got grumpy. Now we didn't say that others were grumpy. <laughs> we didn't say that. So. Hey, Pastor's <laughs> the grumpy guy. You ain't got nothing on him. <laughs> I, just give me time. I'm still aging. <laughs> still aging. But now tonight, you know, we. Uh, we do want to talk a little bit more about uh, one thing you'll find about around this table is we have a lot of fun, but we also we we feel very deeply and we think very deeply. And one of the things that we have been moved about uh, through this time a lot has been about people being alone and how lo- alone people feel in life. Period. You know, Tiffany likes to be alone. Mm. Well, Often. she thought she did. Except when she's spying on her neighbors. Yeah, she thought she wanted to but be she alone, spies alone, but she she's found the out that <laughs> as time has gone on, that more and more she doesn't desire that being alone as much. You know, it's kind of interesting. It happened to me, too. Yeah, did it happen to you, too, Chris? Yeah. yeah. I, I like people a little bit more now. You yeah. like them more yeah. than you thought you did, huh? Yeah. I 
I've really thought yeah. about it. Like, I have a friend who I volunteer and do some work for her through Children's Division. And um, she called the other day, and, you know, we were chatting. And she's been working from home, but she's used to being out and visiting mm-hmm. kids and checking on kids and being in the office and being completely overwhelmed all the time. And um, she's like, it's so different being home. And she's single. She's young, and, and she's single. And and after I hung up with her, I thought, man, how, you know, I'm home. And some of the times I have the little guy there, and he is nothing but joy and entertainment. And, you know, my husband's home in the evenings, and we're able to do things. And I, I like to be you know, alone. I am a homebody. And, but I just thought, you know, gosh, how I felt so bad after I got the phone. I thought how many people are alone right now who ha- can't go to work, who have lost their job, mm-hmm. who, that was um, their social life. That, yeah. And I, another, I have a family member I saw on Facebook the other day. She said, they're talking about having me work from home permanently. And she said, I, what am I going to do with all these dresses and all this makeup? She said, is it a waste of makeup to go sit at my kitchen table and work all day? It, no, it's you know, not a waste. she's like, uh, you know, she said, I like getting dressed and mm-hmm, going, and, mm-hmm. and she's single, um, but she does have kids. But, you know, I, I thought about that. I thought, you know, some yeah. people are like, oh, it'd be so good to work from home, but some people don't want to just be home alone all the time. I have mm-hmm. another friend who has two daughters who go to their dad's. Um, you know, during the week or on the weekends, and she calls it prison. She said, you know, I hate when they're gone because mm-hmm. I'm stuck here in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for mm-hmm. people who are, you know, following the rules and doing mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing during this difficult time, there can be a lot of loneliness. It can be a lot of alone. We talked about the young man from our church who wants to get his driver's license but can't get a driver's license right mm-hmm. now because... All the offices are closed. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so he can only go somewhere if someone takes him. So, you know, that's here he's worked hard to get to mm-hmm. a place in his life where he wants to move on, and then he's stuck. Yeah. And um, it's just hard. I said the other day to my husband and son, I said, the coronavirus, the whole thing is just terrible. But I said, thank goodness it didn't happen in the middle of winter when we have hardly no daylight. It's freezing cold, you know, mm. because of that winter depression that hits people, you know, when the daylight savings time and all that oh, thing switches right, out. Right. I said, thank goodness it's in the spring mm-hmm. so we can look outside and uh, even I'm getting grass now, you know, things like that. And I said, because I, not that it w- it's not bad now, but if it had been just a f- one quarter sooner, you know, then because everything, everyone's more depressed yeah, in the winter, so you know. So that's just something that we were talking about at our house. Yeah, and, and I think that same uh, lonely, loneliness and overwhelming feeling is mm-hmm. coming from uh, people that aren't being able to interact. Uh, yeah. I, I think that sometimes we really don't realize how much we need someone else. I think that because sometimes some of us are so surrounded by people so much of the time, we really love that alone mm-hmm. time. You know, I don't mean you don't like people, right? Just means but that then when you're forced into like it and you're you can't go out. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, this time hasn't changed because there's a lot of people that that they stay home a lot. Maybe they're retired or something. They don't go anywhere much. Maybe to a doctor. Maybe to a store. Maybe you know they they're not really out that much. Uh, but for so much of the time, uh, there are people that like Christy said, that their job means a lot to them. Mm-hmm. Going to church. We've, we've had some uh, members of the church that they're having a really rough time yeah. they, because this is their interaction with uh-huh. people. Right. And so they're definitely having a hard time. 
And uh, I, I think that depression, you know, it was interesting. One of the things that our president said when they began to talk about, uh, you know, people need to get back to work. Things, you know, and now states have opened up and are opening up and, and uh, you know, uh, going some going well, some not as well as others. But, but one of the things that the, uh, our president talked about was, you know, what's going to happen to people emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. because of depression or, you know, because everything, the world has stopped. Some of them feel so hopeless. And, and so, you know, that's one of the things that uh, we wanted to share tonight because there's people that are sitting and listening and said, you know, I, I just feel so alone. I feel like I have no hope. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, that that's what we want to uh, talk about and concentrate on tonight is those that may be a feeling alone. And, and maybe this will be an encouragement to you to know that you're not the only one out there that feels like that. There, there are millions of people around the world that feel like uh, life, is it ever going to change? Is it ever going to get back to mm-hmm. normal? Uh, that's... That's the question that everyone has, and I don't believe that we'll ever be back to the norm that we had, but there will be a new normal. Right. There is hope in the midst of this loneliness. Christy, you said that you had something you wanted to read. Tell us. Yeah, I read a book. Um, it's not supposed to be this way by Lisa Turkhurst. I did a book study on that, I don't know, probably a year, yeah, year and a half ago. And um, since then, like, I, I follow her on Instagram and on, and on Facebook, and she just has such amazing insight. She's such a woman of wisdom and so creative with her, with her words. And she had written this, and it, I th- just think it's, it's worth sharing. It says, Alone, that's how Satan wants us. Alone with our own tangled thoughts. Alone with his whispered lies that start to sound more and more like truths. Separated from the very people who could speak courage into our deep places, flirting with discouragement and defeat separated from friends who could let us stand on their faith when our own gets a little shaky. The enemy knows if he can isolate us, he can intimidate us, confuse Mm. us, deceive us, and ultimately make us believe that the safer paths in life are ones apart from God and our friends who serve God. Sweet friend, if you have felt isolated recently, I want to encourage you to reach out to that friend who leads you back to God time and time again. If you are longing for a friend like that today, turn toward Jesus Ask him to send a godly friend your way and know that I am praying for you to find that kind of friendship too. That is so good. And I think in just in life in general, we, we all need that, that someone. Mm-hmm. And God recently has sent me someone that I have a very different relationship than I've had with anyone else. And um, she shares things with me and um, sometimes they're hard truths, but I do my best to listen and to pray and to stand alongside. And God's been teaching me that. And it is difficult. We all like to think that we can handle our own things and we don't need anybody else. And I'm weak if I do that. Hello, it's God calling on the podcast. I don't even know where the phone Whoopsie. is. Whoopsie. <laughs> I just hang up on this person. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. You never know what's going to happen in a podcast. <laughs> we are in an office. <laughs> um, so anyway, we just we all need one another. And um, if you are that person that's feeling alone, I mean, even if it's someone that you're not close with, just take the time to reach out, whether it's Facebook or a text or 
a phone call. You know, some people this day and time don't like a phone call, but they feel safer texting. They feel safer with, with words in print as opposed to a vulnerability of speaking aloud to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's different. Journaling, you know, maybe you journal and you send it to someone just to be able to share. I sent someone something to someone recently. I was just having one of those days, and she said um, her part of our response was, thank you for, for being vulnerable. And it was, I, I, it was interesting that she said that because it was vulnerable. I don't typically do that. I'm tough. I'm strong. I can handle it. I don't need anybody. I got this. And um, sometimes we need other people. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that, that's so good. I think, I think the fact that you said, you know, that someone that you, when you were having a day where you felt vulnerable, and I think that's a good, good thing because if you're out there and you, you feel that way, there's someone else that feels that way mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. But if you will take and take the time and send someone that comes to your mind, you know, an encouragement, uh, I, I believe that God can just put people on our heart. Uh, I totally agree with that. Situation. Sometimes you'll just randomly have somebody on your mind. I yeah. know I'm not the only one. And you don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And then like two days later, something will come up and you'll be like, oh, I should have. Right. I was thinking, that's why mm-hmm. I had there. Yeah, I should have called. I should have asked how they were doing. I should have mm-hmm. done something. And we don't. We're just like, oh, I haven't thought about her in a while. And you move on. And we need to be more sensitive. I agree. I, I, I believe that we think about people for a reason. Mm-hmm. And how many times Absolutely. I personally, you know, can be in the middle of something. And I'll think about somebody. Like you said, I have a thought for a long time. And I'm like, oh, I need to text them or or. Give them a car. And then you get uh, busy doing to, something else. And then you'll think about it two or three days in a row, and you mm-hmm. realize you've done nothing about that. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that that there's a reason that people will come to your mind. And if we could ever just stop our world and take a few moments, send a text, mm-hmm. if nothing else, and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you today. Uh, you've been on my mind. And, and uh, you know. And you have no idea what's on the other end of that, right. but God does. And so that person getting that could be, you know, we've talked about that before, just like a smile. I remember bro- Brother Bob Aguilar, you know, he's mm-hmm. such a minister, and mm-hmm. he'd be in Walmart and in the grocery store, and he would stop and talk to people. And how many people did he keep mm-hmm. from suicide? or keep? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, God just put him in their mm-hmm. paths, complete strangers, because he would sense, he would know, he mm-hmm. would smile, he would reach mm-hmm. out, he would say, how are you? And mm-hmm. We we live in a society where we don't do that nearly right. enough. Mm-hmm. We could what could we prevent? What mm-hmm. could we save? And right now we we're help? staying far far away from <laughs> others. And we are, so, but what a great opportunity mm-hmm. to be close to to be close in a different a new way. Because honestly, if anything, it could it it should cause us to do things that we don't normally do. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you're right. Yeah, people it, can see a smile behind your mask. They can. They can. They your eyes be. smile. I was when I was at the grocery store. Um, I was waiting for some, you know, you try not to be on top of everybody. So I was waiting for someone else to move and, and their eyes went up <laughs> and my eyes went up and, you know, there was, it was a completely sneaky smile cause it was, you know, we both had masks on and it makes a difference. Even an, even an acknowledgement, yeah. you know, I listening to you talk about that, Christy, there's somebody that's been on a family member. It's been on my mind for like the last week and I haven't called. And I haven't texted, and I haven't done, and that's what a jerk of me. But I have my reasons, but they're not good ones, mm-hmm, you know. Right. And so I have to do that tonight. I have, I have homework. Thanks, Christy. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I just think it's important. I mean, yeah, it is. Well, is there uh, is there anything that you're doing different that you don't normally do? Uh, is there anything that you've done during this time that you wouldn't normally do? 
Well, one thing, um, so Luke has been working the whole time, but he took off Monday and Tuesday of this week because it was turkey season. And so Tuesday got home from turkey hunting a little bit earlier. Um, and he said, you know, what are you doing today? And I said, it's pray day. And so we get to go pray. Mm -hmm. He's like, I've never got to go to pray day. <laughs> so he's like, he got ready and, and we came for pray day. And so as we were praying, he said, he pulled his phone out. So I'm not talking about Luke, not me, but he pulled his phone out and just went through his contacts and he was praying for people. He texted me on Tuesday. He's, yep. He did yeah. me too. Yep. He, he said, I'm praying for you right now. I was like, oh, thank you. He, he <laughs> went that was very unusual. He went through now. his contact list and, and he was praying and he said, hey, Christy said, I'm, I'm texting people as I'm praying for mm -hmm. them. And I said, meant a lot. I said, that is so mm -hmm. important because mm -hmm. we are here praying. Mm -hmm. Our friends can't mm -hmm. come to church mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and I'm not able to come to prayer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he, he hadn't been able to come to pray yeah. day because he's always at work. But it just meant so much to him to be able just to reach out to people and say, hey, how you doing? I'm mm -hmm. thinking about you. I'm praying for mm -hmm. you. And, um, and so he genuinely meant it. Yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah, he genuinely meant it. Yeah. So I, I thought that was that was neat, and that mm -hmm. was definitely out of the ordinary. Yeah. 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 Any of you others, you know, anything that you that's been out of your ordinary that you've done or or you thought about doing, maybe you haven't done it yet. Um, I sent pictures today too. I um, um, they were working at the house today, and so I try to be quiet while they're downstairs, you know, doing the floors and stuff, and um. I was going through some old, old pictures, old pictures from like 2010, 2012. And as I was going through them, I found some um, to send to people like as encouragement. Mm -hmm. um, um, there were some really hard ones. And so I prefaced, I sent a text first to say, kind of, you know, brace yourself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a difficult picture, but it's part of who you are. And yeah. I, I think you need it. Mm -hmm. and, and so even though we're apart, I was able just to share, you know, share some love and some history mm -hmm. Um with some different pictures today, which yeah, meant a lot neat. to me, and I, I think it, you know, I think I hope it did to other people yeah. too. Just hey, I'm thinking about you, and here's a here's a memory, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I think it's you know so good to to those of you that's listening, purpose in your heart to do something that you haven't done before, you know, or that you don't know I really have time, and and you know it's it's not necessarily that we have the extra time. It's just I feel like. Maybe it's time it's to a do different time. Time to do something different. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is a different time. I think that's a good way of saying it. You know, I I really hesitate to say this because I really I the only reason I'm saying is is because of creative things and 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 I guess the challenge that that I felt like the Lord gave to me was to send a card to every family in our church. Mm -hmm. And and you know, that has been, you know, a real challenge for me and with the other things that we've been doing. Yeah. And, but, but to do that, and as I got into it, I've just really enjoyed doing it. Mm -hmm. That's great. And, uh, that's a lost thing. We don't, we, we don't, don't send correspondence I, anymore via I real mail. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Hardly ever do I do that. And I get so many wonderful cards. It just seems so from sentimental. Time to time. Though. I mean, isn't there just such a and sentiment about. I really appreciate all the cards that I get. And, and, you know, like I said, I would never have said anything. I wasn't going to, but just, you know, just the, the things. I enjoyed my card. Did you enjoy yeah. yours? Did you I got a card and a text. I got I neither. Well, I got a text from your husband. And I got a call from your husband. Oh, cool. <laughs> you are a love dude. I know. See, yeah. it's because you're so grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> People are worried about me. <laughs> no, I feel, yeah, and, and hey, I kudos to our staff. They're amazing. They are all doing so many different things. And 
uh, keeping in contact with the church family and all. But but I just feel like, you know, and also, you know, we have uh, minister friends and all, and, and cards and all mean a lot. A call means a mm-hmm. lot. You know, uh, actually, my husband got one from a local pastor today, and I thought that was oh, so wow. sweet. And so, you know, I, I just I just feel like, yeah, that that what you read earlier. Yeah, because that's what we all need is a human touch. And I I don't know about you, but we all sometimes we wish we could fix everybody that needs something we really want to. You know, we want to do more and sometimes we don't know what to do. Right. But if we can all just do something and I think that will help us with that feeling of uh overwhelming or disappointment or depression that tries to hit us because fear yeah it is boredom lots of anxiety Mm -hmm. with this right for different reasons for being alone or what if how long is it going to last am i going to have to stay this way i mean so many people have been Mm -hmm. dealing with anxiety right so so we would really encourage those of you and i know that there's people that are going getting food and sitting on people's you know, uh, porch, you know, and, and taking things and putting, you know, I know that that's, that's the happening. human touch. That's yeah. the human touch. Yeah. I know it's that there's people from the church that are doing things like that. And, we and, need and, and yeah, I, I just, it is. And I, I think that if you're sitting out there and you're, you're listening to this and you think, you know, it's still so many restrictions, so many things that we can't do yet, but you can do something. And I would encourage you to do something because when we do something, it takes a focus off of ourselves, right? And uh, and it becomes like a goal, you know. The more that I wrote, the more that you know. Some days I'd only get four or five, you know, and then the next day I wouldn't get any, and then you know. But over the last few weeks, I just finished up the last one yesterday, and I'm like, maybe I'll start over. You know, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, cool. that's just you know because mm-hmm. it's like. I don't know. This is not me. This is not. I don't take the time to do those kind of things and. And right now, I feel like I'm not doing a lot of the other things that I want to, but I think maybe we need to bring to the front the things that maybe God puts in our heart to I do. It. I love it. Like, and so Bradley watches a little show, Puppy Dog Pals, and they always say, going on a mission, going yeah. on a mission. And I think we, I love adventure. And anytime I do something, I'll say, you know, I love to have an adventure. And Chris has picked up on that. She came over the other day just randomly. Um, I said, why don't you bring Diego over? You know, Bradley's here. He'd love to see Diego. And so she brought the dog over and ended up being there for, I don't know, three hours. And we had sword wars and we battled. I mean, it was hilarious. And, you know, she's like, I never know what kind of adventure I'm going to get in with you. And I said, you know, I I love that about life. Mm -hmm. Somebody texted me today and said, what are you doing tomorrow? Thinking about coming over. And I said, well, I don't have any plans as of yet, but I never know what you know, what's going to happen. And I, mm-hmm. I love that about being retired, just to be able to have that flexibility to to be adventurous and, and to do mm-hmm. things and to go mm-hmm. and and to have a mission. And um, yesterday, I can say this honestly, yesterday I, I had a cup of coffee and I was outside and it was, you know, looked like it was going to rain and it was cool and breezy and I got this new hammock swing on my deck and I was swinging on the hammock swing and the barn was in the background and my red buds in bloom and the lilacs are in bloom and it was just absolutely beautiful and I it was like the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart it's the first time I've breathed in a really long time Mm. and I I actually I thought this is what it feels like to be retired now I haven't worked since May of 2018 well you were working though yes you were my actual job was May of 2018 I didn't get to go back when my dad went on hospice and um so, I mean, I've been retired since November of 2018, but I've never felt 
retired. And um, never did get to retire till now. No. So that was such an interesting feeling yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm relaxed. Like I, I, I could breathe. Mm-hmm. Yesterday yeah. I felt like I could That's breathe, nice. and I'm I'm thankful to God for that. And you know, some people in the alone handle it differently. You know, the alone for me has been a time for me to catch my breath mm-hmm. and for me to to settle mm-hmm. in and to unwind. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty tightly wound. <laughs> And, really, um, <laughs> we would never have guessed that. So it it it's been it's been nice. So alone can mean you know can mean and can mm-hmm. be different things. Can be a people. healing time. Yes, you know, for someone who like what you've gone through, mm-hmm. it's a healing time. For others, they you know on the other side of this, they're home alone all the time by themselves, and a healing time for them could be receiving a card in the mail or getting Absolutely. a phone call or even a message on mm-hmm. Facebook or mm-hmm. something like that. Or watching a video that Sarah's posted. That's she's right. She's gotten a ton of views. Right. Yes. 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 Not just from youth and from kids. I yeah. mean, I've seen all the adults that have commented mm-hmm. on your posts. Yes. So we never know what other people are going through and how no. they're feeling about something because most yeah. likely how you feel about a situation Absolutely, it will not be exactly what they feel there may be things that you can coordinate on things that you do have in common mm-hmm. but nobody's living someone else's life and mm-hmm. so we have to get outside of our own life and say you know i wonder how sarah's doing i sent her a text the other day about my hair and i was like i just miss you <laughs> i just miss you it wasn't for hair but i'm like because i always tell her the stupid things that i've done to myself and uh, she's like well we can try to fix them. i'm like no 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 i already put a terrible color on it i just miss you <laughs> you know it just if you think about somebody reach out yeah you know because you don't know yeah. what what's going on in their head you, there's those that you don't know what's going on, but there's also those that you know are struggling. Yes, right. for know, sure. Even if it's, you know, people that have just recently, you know, overcome different struggles, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they need that support that they're not getting right now. Yes. You know? Right, from, like, group meetings. I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of people, like Elias has posted stuff, and I've seen other people that mm-hmm. have posted, you know, who can't go to their AA meetings, who can't go to, you know, whatever right celebrate recovery you know they're not able to get that support and mm-hmm. we don't want them to fall back into those um habits and addictions mm-hmm. and you know because they they need the power the strength and mm-hmm. in, in, in yes. numbers so so if you know someone who's going through something it's even not that just if someone's on your mind not that that isn't important but if you know for sure that someone's going through something you're it's negligent to not mm-hmm reach out mm. I mean that just stepped on my own foot there but mm-hmm. you know there I can think of several people in our own church our own circle who live by themselves and and you know probably are struggling you know with the loneliness or mm-hmm. with whatever and and if we know that that's it's not it's not acceptable to not reach out maybe mm-hmm. right I got some work to do yeah <laughs> right. we <laughs> all know? do yeah the lady that lives across the street from my mom. She uh, attends our church, but, you know, she was out taking her trash when I was at my mom uh, taking her some groceries, and she said, oh, it's so lonely over here. I'm teaching my dogs how to play cards. <laughs> and I thought, oh, she needs she needs some interaction, yeah. you know. She, she thrives from mm-hmm. interaction, and she hasn't gotten it. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that's good. So true. Chris, what have you been doing? I know that you've been helping some business owners with some, you do some websites and trying to help. What are some things that you 
thoughts that you have? Um, I'm a big text messenger, so like everybody's been saying, having somebody in your heart, which I think me and Dwayne are like every other day we're sending yeah, each other or good. something. That's um, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah good. just random people, but really, um, our neighbors. We've been trying to help our neighbors, but really keeping my family sane through it all has been pretty important Hey, that's a ministry. It is. Your family is your most important in your first ministry, and that is so important. It is, and I, yeah, and getting getting family to reach out to family right now, I think it's really important, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter where they live Mm -hmm. or or whatever, and we probably all should work a little more on that one, but it's really important that we do that, Mm -hmm. and and I, I think it's just a good reminder uh, that everybody has that alone feeling. You know, you can be in a crowd and still feel alone. Oh, but when yeah. you're really alone, alone, living in a house, and you can't go out, you can't meet with your friends for dinner, you can't can't do the things that you normally th- mm-hmm. normally do, and and uh, so you feel very very isolated. And uh, so I would really encourage those of you that feel isolated. You know, I know you want someone to reach out to you, but take the first step. Yep. Uh, because you you could sit for days, you know, and somebody else maybe don't listen to contact you where they should have, but take the first step and uh, write a text message or, or, or write a card or, or, or call or do something, yeah. you know, reach out to someone and touch someone uh, because I think it's really important because that will help break that mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah. And I think the loneliness, depression, uh, that discouragement, how do we break that? You know, what do, what, how do we get out of that? And I feel mm. like uh, if we're waiting for somebody else, they may not come. You right. know, they may not show up. Yeah. But right. you can show up. Mm-hmm. Those of you that's listening, you can show up. And you could be that hand extended to someone. When You know, I have found out that the more that, because believe it or not, you know, there's been a lot of times in the last couple of weeks where it's been really, there's been those moments that's been really overwhelming. And, but every time I wrote a card or every time, you know, I just keep, you just keep pushing forward. You just keep doing something. And, and I don't know. It, I had it, a cool thing today. Someone, yeah, tell um, us. Um, you know, people who work are used to having lunch. You know mm. what I mean? You go and you have mm-hmm. lunch together mm-hmm. and go out for mm-hmm. lunch and now you can't do that. And so I had someone call me today and said, um, we have lunch with me. I'm like, sure. So it was FaceTime. Oh they FaceTime me love that. while they were having lunch. And so we had lunch together. That oh. is And I was so like, creative. this is so brilliant. And I have another friend that used, um, when she was working, actually, we used to have lunch together all the time. She, so sometimes she's like, dang, I just miss you being here. So she would call me sometimes at lunch. We would have lunch together. And oh, so nice. I, oh. that was neat. Yeah, that was cool. What a bright, uh, what a brilliant idea! Yeah. Maybe some you're listening out there and you think I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I know that's, uh, that's there you go. Great. It happened yeah, to me yeah. today, so maybe you can pass it on. That's cool. Absolutely, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, you remember the there? Uh, it's not a saying, but people say silence is deafening. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that is so true. Be- sometimes your your loneliness and and the silence and could be from alienation or just you know this situation that we're all facing right now. That can become so loud in your head that that's all you, you can, can hear. hear. You're right. It, uh-huh. it deafens you to anything else. It deafens you to the good things that are right in front of you, maybe sitting right next to you, mm. because we get consumed, uh, especially those who might have um, a personality that kind of obsesses or, you know, I can do that myself. Um, that can be, you got to break that cycle somehow. And, and maybe 
maybe someone listening can help break the cycle for someone and then break their own cycle. Yeah. Because as you mm-hmm. give out, that's automatically building yourself up, encourage yourself it for the is. Lord. Yeah, it is. Good. It so. is. Because if you, yeah. And, and the best way to get over ourself of where we're at mm-hmm. is to give because that is just something that works. Given it yeah. shall be given. And right. it's not just in finances. Right. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely in everything that you do. If you will give out of a, a, a right heart, and begin to think about somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that the listeners, we have some listeners out there that, that yes, it's been a long time, mm-hmm. and, and we don't know exactly when you're going to get back to what might be your new norm. But uh, you just need to uh, feel the peace of God, and I believe the way that we can start into that and get past ourselves is start thinking about somebody else, do something else. Uh, and so uh, our whole our whole hope and prayer today is that that something that we've said around this table has just clicked with you, and you're like, I didn't think about that. You know, I could do that, and we need to start thinking about what we can do, because I think that's how God, how creativeness really comes forth. That's mm-hmm. how the gifts of God come forth. You know, is when we just dare to do something that's different out of out of our comfort zone, and and so we have definitely be, been shoved into. A, a different world, and we don't know how we're going to do all the next. But God is always into today, and He's going to be into the next. And so I just really encourage all of you, do something. Listeners out there, do something. Call somebody, text somebody, write a card. Uh, what else is there to do? Well, I have something you right know? now that everyone can do. What? Talking about loneliness and people coming to your mind. Tammy Lindsay. Yeah. You know, yes. She is in the hospital. It started in November. She spent Thanksgiving in the hospital. She's got to come home a couple of times for a few days, and she's been in the hospital the rest of the time since prior to Thanksgiving. And now she's in the hospital alone with the pandemic, and nobody can visit, and nobody can be in her room, and limited mm-hmm. phone calls. And so she is a member of our church and a friend to us. And mm-hmm. so I would ask all of the listeners to please pray for her. She needs yes. a miracle. She yes. needs healing. Yes. We need God's direction Amen. in her life. We need her to maintain hope. And um, faith in the middle of a terrible, yes. terrible trial. Yes. But God, God's the victor. And yes. so if everyone would join in prayer yes. for our friend Tammy, I'd really appreciate Amen. it. Amen. We agree totally 100% with that, for sure. Well, we are so glad that everybody is tuned in. We're going we're gonna to pray and pray for you, uh, that's, uh, the listeners out there, because you know what? Uh, I believe that this has touched your heart. And I believe that, mm-hmm. that you've just been jarred a little bit and said, you know what? Yes. I'm going to get past myself. I'm going to do something. And so we're going to pray for you and just believe God that uh, he's going to turn some situations around for you in your life. Tiffany, would you close us out in prayer today, hon? Yes. Father, we thank you so much for this time that we've been able to join together at this table. Father, we pray that the words that were spoken today will touch the heart of the people who are listening. Father, that there'll be a nugget Um, that they can take and and run with in their own life. Father, I pray that you help us to be aware of the people um, around us and and what they're going through. Father, help us not to be so focused on ourselves that we can't see the others who need our our friendship, our, our encouragement, our touch. And Lord, we just thank you for our listeners, and we just pray blessings over them and protection over them as we walk through this COVID-19 situation, God. And we just give you the glory and the praise that you are our healer 
You are our protector, you are our provider, and we just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we want you to remember that you are really never alone, that Jesus said he would never leave us, he would never forsake us. So please remember that, and until we meet at the table again, may the peace of God rule and reign in your heart and your life. God bless you.